Howdy, folks. Welcome to the Cape Cod Fun Show. It's the show that's all about having fun in the most beautiful place on Earth, Cape Cod, USA. My name is Eric Williams. Mung is here. Ethan is here. How are we doing, everybody? Uh, We have a giant show for you today because I can't believe it. Even in November, the fun rolls on on Cape Cod. We're not just a summer playground. We're a group of fun people having fun all the time. Kind of like being tickled. You can't spell November without (laughs) the word fun. Yeah, vem means fun in Latin. It also means sweet potato (laughs) in some other languages. And Ethan's nickname in high school was sweet potato. (laughs) Let's check that all-important Cape Cod Island's weather forecast, shall we? For the weekend coming up, for Saturday, chance of showers before 9 a.m., mostly cloudy with a high near 56, though. Minor chance of precipitation. And then on Veterans Day, a Sunday, sunny with a high near 46, I can report that the outdoor showering is still going on. I was out there this morning, and what a beautiful day it was, looking at the few flowers hanging on and hearing the birds chirp and say, when are you going to fill up that bird feeder? I guess it's about that time. And so we will be doing that soon. But we are still holding on to a frost-free Cape Cod. We might set some kind of record this year. I'm feeling good about that. Let's see if we can make it to December for an outdoor shower. That's the big question. I may be moving to a house in December that has an outdoor shower, so we'll see if it's even on when I get there. Oh, Ethan, the joy. You'll be cleaner and happier, and we will all rejoice here at the fun show. Let's check those all-important Cape and Islands tides. If you're planning some weekend activity, maybe some shell fishing, maybe something like that, we have midday high tides. It's about uh, 12.40 on Saturday, 1.30 on Sunday. Boy, that means it might be tough to do some shell fishing. I was going to go out this Sunday. Nothing like picking your own oysters off the flats of Wellfleet. And we're going to try oyster stuffing this year with our Thanksgiving meal. Sounds dangerous, sounds exciting, but that's the way we roll in Wellfleet. Whoa. That's right. What does that entail? Uh, you got to go out and get the oysters, and that's you know they're running around, scuttling about, almost like uh, like rats in the ocean, and you have to jump and pounce, and the water comes over your chin, and uh, it's very difficult. No, actually, they just sit there. It's a matter of size, my friend Mung. Oh, it's uh, three inches long, and you have to put it through a ring and make sure it doesn't go through because I don't think there's anything more embarrassing than being busted by the shellfish constable with small oysters. Excuse me, sir. Are those yes. small oysters? Uh, hello, Mr. Shellfish Constable. Why are you at my house? Uh, I'm in my outdoor shower, sir. I can't come out. <laughs> I'm washing the oysters. There's no reason for you uh, to pester me. I can, I can see the police report now. Man was hiding I've, illegal uh, oysters in his well, I have a separate. Shower. I have a separate spigot on my outdoor shower, and it pours out cocktail sauce. Man, that would be the ultimate Cape Cod crime. Boy, that is fantastic. Being naked and shucking oysters in your outdoor shower. <laughs> I've never been accused of having small oysters. Oh, it's dirty already, Ethan, (laughs) and so we might as well turn to cornhole. Here we go. (laughs) Now, upcoming this weekend is uh, something very exciting, something I have never heard of before, a giant indoor cornhole tournament that's offering prizes Sunday, November 11th, 10-pin eatery Cape Cod Cornhole. I didn't know that was an organization. Hmm. Three C's. And Cape Cod Beer have teamed up for what they are billing as the Cape's biggest off-season cornhole tournament. Drinks and food will be available at the restaurant, and Cape Cod Beer will offer a tasting. And all admissions, I guess you have to pay to be a team uh, participating, 
Uh, all admissions will be divided among the top three teams as prizes, along with beer prizes. Could anything be better than that? That's taking place uh, at 7 o'clock, 7 p.m., Sunday, November 11th, in the corridor outside 10-Pin Eatery at the Cape Cod Mall. That seems like a really low bar to clear, the biggest off-season indoor corridor. Oh, now, wait a second. You weren't here in uh, 99. I believe they had it uh, on the Air Force Base inside a giant hangar, and uh, that was big. And I'm lying. But still, this is big, too. This is a, a giant cornhole tournament at the mall. It's $40 per team. How many people on a cornhole team? Just two. It's Just a two-person. 20 bucks to get a pony up. That's a lot. I'm intrigued about this indoor thing, because usually you're playing cornhole outside. Maybe you bring your cornhole to the beach or like a like a garden party and play there. But this is inside in the off-season. I like it. I want to go. I want to play. And I'll waste everyone. Are I'll, you that good, Mung, at cornhole? Oh, I'm, I'm so good. How did I'm, this I'm start? throwing so many corns. On the board, they don't have no idea what's going on. So uh, you've been in training, like uh, like in Rocky or something, where you're chasing chickens and beanbags around and uh, getting svelte and excited and uh, able to move and toss? You know it, man. I'm amazing at cornhole. Oh, M-A-I-Z-E. I guess so. Wow. And now, and now is indoor, does that change anything? Well, yeah, you hmm. have to battle the wind or the elements. That's or true, but isn't this, seagulls? Isn't this like right in one of the alley alleyways of the mall? So you might have to to battle some shoppers and some people carrying big bags. Don't you and stuff. dare go into Macy's! I'm lining up a shot. <laughs> I don't know. I've been in the Cape Cod Mall. You don't really have to worry about too many shoppers. <laughs> well, come on! Now, wait a minute. That's not fun, Ethan. That's a fine mall filled with joy. I mean, I, we know Sears is closing. I've been meaning to get over there. Is it still open over yes, there? Yes, and they're having major sales. You must get down there. They're open till like the first week. In December, I think. Like, are people December glum 9th? right now in Sears? The employees. What's it like inside the store? I haven't been a, in. As someone who's worked at two retail stores that have closed, it is not fun at all. What oh. do you do? I mean, uh, you mostly avoid customers. <laughs> I need a toaster, so because, I'm wondering if they have something. Because you, you can't be held accountable anymore. Though, <laughs> what do you? There's no point in helping. What kind them. of customer service is that? <laughs> Sears has a long tradition of being very helpful. I mean, you used to go in there, people would say right away, "Can I help you?" I mean, I don't like that. And every time you're hoping, please God, say no. <laughs> <laughs> It's like when you go into Snows in Orleans, which is a lovely, fancy sort of department store, old school. Mm -hmm. I mean, people are ready to help you at the drop of the hat to the point where you almost sort of run out of there. Because <laughs> I, I, sometimes I just don't know what I need. I just want to watch the trains go by. Oh, that should be starting up at Snows in Orleans, one of the great attractions of the holiday season on Cape Cod. Oh, it's so amazing. Oh, it's my favorite. You get to press the little buttons and make the crane work or the light go on. Mm -hmm. Oh, see, that's good. Snows survives. Sears doesn't, but I'm going to buy the cheapest toaster I can that might be at Sears at the Mall, home of the Cornhole Tournament. You know, all this talk of corn and holes makes me kind of hungry. And we've always been on the lookout for secret things and, and ways to find delicious food that might not be widely advertised. And it turns out down in that port town, Woods Hole, that outport town where people disappear to islands and other things might happen, and giant research goes on with huge eggheads in science smocks, they have some kind of secret chicken thing going on. And I, I know one of us has been out there. No, I guess it wasn't any of us, so we'll have to move on to the next topic, and I'll see if... Uh... Oh, wait. What? Oh, wait. Uh, yeah, no, if you've ever been to the Water Street Kitchen down in uh, Woods Hole, it used to be the, I believe it was the fishmonger back in the day. Uh, every Wednesday in the off-season, they do fried chicken Wednesdays, and man, it is delicious. 
Uh, Mung, I know you're a big uh, fried oh, chicken Oh, I love fried chicken more than anything. And you told me just this morning that tonight's special was involving like a Nashville hot chicken, super spicy with a nice sauce. I, it just sounds so delicious. Well, and also, Ethan, I, I believe I heard you muttering. I think you were sleeping at your desk and you were saying chicken, chicken. But they, they do it different ways every week? Yeah, we have, so he's talking Nashville this week. Uh, they've done Korean style. they got kimchi on the side there. Uh, Who's she? Kimchi. Uh, you got uh, Carolina barbecue, Indian, Japanese style. I mean, they they run the gamut every week. They they want to keep you guessing here. Wow, that sounds good. Nashville hot, especially uh, this week. I mean, that sounds like a huge tradition of chicken. I know that. Is it too hot though? I, I'm I'm a little scared about Nashville hot. I've been to Nashville and had Nashville hot chicken there in the city, and it almost brought me to tears. It was so hot, so I loved it. Any other good fried... I'm starving for fried chicken now that we bring this up. Is there any other reliable purveyor of fried chicken on Cape Cod? Uh, yes. Mom and Pops in Chatham has pretty good fried chicken. One of my favorite fried chickens is uh, Hot Stove Saloon in Harwich, Ethan's Town. They have a honey fried chicken. So that little extra sweetness that they build into the, uh, the crust of the chicken is really good. What makes a great fried chicken? Is it the crust? Is it the chicken? Oh, is it the technique? Uh, what is the thing that makes great fried chicken? I think the crispiness is yeah. is uh, paramount. I yes. mean, chicken, yes. I mean, you're eating fried food. So, I mean, the delicacy of the actual food itself mm-hmm. can't be. You don't want a soggy, not super crisp fried chicken, right? Because if you're going to pay the toll and go in for the big time fried food experience, it's got to be exquisite. Otherwise, what's the point? No point. That's right. So Water Street Kitchen in Woods Hole. I've never been there, Ethan. What's it like? Is it fancy or... Uh... Um, yeah, it's a little on the higher scale. It's a little bougie. I mean, they got great cocktails. A little bougie. That's a term. Yeah. Bougie. Like the bourgeoisie. Ah, do we qualify for the bourgeoisie? Um, I think they, I mean, we're eating fried chicken, so I... <laughs> <laughs> that sounds awesome. Is it nice inside, ambiance, that kind of yeah, thing? Yeah, yeah, You got the, you're right looking out on the water, the ferry right there. It's right, it's right on Water Street, uh, as you can probably tell by the name. Um, and check their Instagram account for, for chicken announcements, yeah, right? Yeah, chicken announcements only on the Instagram account. So if you're a, a non-social media person... Uh, no chicken for you. Yeah, I guess. Well, <laughs> you, you can still get chicken, but... Well, it's good to know we can get chicken both at Water Street Kitchen and Woods Hole and other places like the Hot uh, Stove Saloon in Harwich. Speaking of Harwich, and Ethan, you are Mr. Harwich. I believe you were on the parade float as Mr. Harwich. Uh, I missed it this year, but yeah, maybe you, next year. You weren't playing King Neptune and wearing like a sort of suit of kelp and holding one of those tridents and I, I believe, poking people? I believe I was in the bar looking out at the, <laughs> at the parade. <laughs> well, it's uh, an exciting time in Harwich, as it, it always is. This may be... The Sleeper Concert of the Year. I first saw this announcement. I said, what the heck is this? And then I went to YouTube and watched some of their videos. I shared one with Mung. And we were both fairly amazed. Of course, we're talking about the Swedish folk rock band Kolonien. K-O-L-O-N-I-E-N. On its first tour of the United States and Canada, the Swedish band Kolonien will perform as part of a series sponsored by the Highwich Cranberry Arts and Music Festival. It's a four-piece family band, and they play both songs in English and Swedish. I know both of you guys are fluent in both Swedish and Finnish, but I don't think they sing any Finnish songs. Yeah. You just want me to finish the show. (laughs) 
That's what I've been hearing from, oh, from you guys. So is this their debut? Or is their Howard's debut? I think that's debut, safe to say. God, they've got a couple albums we hear. And when you play America, you start at Harwich. I mean, I think that's where the Beatles came first, right? It's, uh, it's Americana Central, right? They were on the Ed Eldridge show, that live cable TV show, and then they went to New York and did the Sullivan thing, and uh, <laughs> history was cast. So this is Colonian. Members include a champion bird watcher, his brother... A uh, house-building father of two sons and their neighbor, who has the drummer, who's the neighbor, I think, has an insane haircut that's like two feet tall, just off his head, crazy kind of eraser head hair. Hey, just like you, Eric. That's right. <laughs> I, I can only dream. Someday I'll oh, have a racer man. head hair. Uh, they, uh, they build themselves as percussion explorers, and they play fiddle. Uh, the lead fiddle person, Anna Moller, is the daughter of a Swedish world music player, L.A. Moller. Oh, L.A. I've been listening to his uh, CD Doesn't in the car. Doesn't he play soccer? L.A., the great soccer player? It sounds like a, a tooth. Man. <laughs> the L.A. Moller. <laughs> so anyway, we watched. A, I watched a couple of the videos. I sent one to Mung, and they were in a hotel room in some I don't know where, and they were unbelievable. Yeah, it was really cool. It was like kind of folky, but had some rhythm, beautiful instrumentals, and a cool drummer uh, with a crazy haircut, and great harmony. Great harmony, some family mm. harmony in there. And so that is 7.30 Monday at the Harwich Cultural Center, 204 Sisson Road. That's formerly the middle school. Ethan, you probably know where that is. Yeah, stopped by the hot stove before. That's Colonian, 7.30 Monday. And that is the 12th of November, I believe. Yes, it is indeed. That sounds like something. I am billing this as the sleeper concert of the year. Anything Swedish has to be good. But you might build up an appetite before the big concert. And that's when the word chili comes before us. And now, Ooh, winter on chili. Cape Cod. Now, this is getting to Mung's sweet spot. Mm-hmm. Talk about comfort food, a little spice, so many variations. There's a chili contest coming up. And it helps homeless veterans because we have Veterans Day coming up. And we want to support the veterans, and we want to give people chili and the chance to sample all sorts of different kinds. The eaters are the judges for the fourth annual Red Hot Red Cross Chili Fest, which for Veterans Day weekend will benefit the warmer winter's drive to help homeless veterans by the local chapter of the Red Cross. Local cooks enter their batches of chili to compete. For the Red Cross Chili Bowl. And that's a trophy one can hold proudly above your head, fill it with chili, spill it everywhere, <laughs> and make like a Jackson Pollock painting all over the world. Now, Mung, what do you look for in your prize-winning chili? Um, Heat. I like it hot. Like her I heat? Like the, Where, yeah. Where's the heat barrier? Oh, yeah, yeah. Just put as many peppers and chilies as you can. I want to be sweating, but also I may need... This is blasphemous for uh, Don't uh, say an it. event like this. Don't say it. I may it. need to pick out the beans. No! Uh, oh, the classic this, this chili with no beans. This is huge. Oh, I can't stand again. beans. Ugh. I will eat chili with beans in it, but I will not eat the beans. I prefer a Texas chili. And in Texas, they don't like beans. It's just meat and spices. I don't spices. think that's true at all. This is true, and I'm you can sticking. Tell I'm by sticking the tone of his it. voice that he's serious oh, about man, this. Oh man, I've been to uh, in Austin, Texas, like one of the best places for chili, and they're like totally authentic, no beans. Beans up here in the north. So you finish a bowl of chili, and there's all these leftover beans, sadly sitting there in the bowl. 
That's true, and then I just plant them, obviously, in the ground for beanstalks. So somehow there's a fable in that uh, where you climb high up to the sky and are yelled at by Texans who say, We eat beans, man. Get the hell back down this beanstalk. <laughs> what is what that, is the matter with you? What does that guy know about us not liking beans? Who is beans? this chili snob that's come up our beanstalk and is ruining our lives? Mung, you must go back to Earth. Guilty. Jeez. So anyway, that's uh, 6.30 to 9.30 p.m. Friday, November 9th at Cape Cod Beer, which is a fun place, a big space. They're all they're very nice over there about hosting these community events. Uh, admission is ten dollars for cooks, ten dollars for eaters. Uh, you can also bring a donation of a gift wrapped item, a hat, gloves, scarf, or socks in original packaging. And so that sounds like a good time at Cape Cod Beer on November 9th, Friday, November 9th. Come on, Mung. Try a bean. <laughs> Please try a bean for humanity's sake. Although, then again, we have to be in the same room with him uh, at work here, Ethan. Maybe. Uh, no, you, you need a bean for environment. The fun show studio is not big enough for a... Uh, you like the funk show yeah. after <laughs> Monk starts expelling beans through his uh, incredible factory gastrointestinal system. <laughs> Watch out, baby. Yeah, maybe we should join that uh, no, beanless chili for Monk in the parking lot. Somewhere out there. Man, you know, I think after all this talk about food, fried chicken and chili, we need to start planning our uh, winter activities. You know, guys, we have become slipshod. Uh, we tend to crawl into our hovels at night and sit there looking blankly at uh, Netflix, consuming beer and eating chips and all sorts of other things. Bugles. I know you love bugles, Ethan. One of your favorite snack foods, the corn bugles. He's licking his fingers, which is very good for <laughs> podcasting. Uh, just don't lick the microphone, please. <laughs> I have never done this, but I have heard a lot of good things about it. And I'm bringing it up because the Cape Cod Ski Club has opened up their uh, winter trips for registration. And I was perusing their website, which is CapeCodSkiClub.com. And I was blown away by their offerings. It seems like it's all kicking off on November 14th. So uh, just into next week. They are screening the latest Warren Miller movie, the famous ski movie maker Warren Miller. I'm not sure if he's still alive, but maybe it's his sort of followers. His movie Face of Winter will be shown at the Cape Cinema in Dennis, November 14th at 7 p.m. And I guess if you go to the movie and pay admission, you get a one-day ticket to Sugarbush for skiing in the upcoming season, which is pretty exciting. Beyond that wonderful movie, and those those Warren Miller movies are exhilarating. Mm. Slow motion, crazy, powder everywhere, things we can never do. I think we can all agree that the greatest ski movie is uh, Help, right? The Beatles. <laughs> That's where the guy's like swimming uh, the English Channel in the winter and keeps coming out of the hole. And... Uh, I think something like that, yeah. And then they're playing, they're curling, which we'll get to later. They're curling, and, and the guys that are trying to get the ring back from Ringo make one of the curling stones a bomb. Is that correct? Mm, it sounds familiar, yeah. And then something what? blows up, but not the Beatles. Uh, and there is a famous scene where they're well, they skiing did, they, with top hats and things. After they went to Harwich, they blew up. That's right. <laughs> That's when true. the Beatles played Harwich, were you there, Ethan, that night? No, I, was, <laughs> I missed it. I was, at the, I was waiting for the Swedish band. Oh, that's right. Colonian. Cape Cod Ski Club is where we are, folks, on the podcast, the fun show podcast. So beyond this movie, I was just looking at their website and see what they do. They do, like, day trips from the Cape to these New England ski areas like Killington, Sunday River, Loon, Okemo, Wildcat, Waterville, which I have been to and love, and Cannon, beyond the day trips, which do sound like a lot because you're going early in the morning, spending one day out there, coming back the same night. 
but the prices are good. They also have overnight trips that include several days. And it looks like they have a couple for week-long stays at these New England ski areas. The prices look excellent. Beyond that, the Cape Cod Ski Club offers fly ski vacations. They go out west to the big places out Whoa. west. I've never been out west. I don't really know much about the west. I understand the western region of the United States can be mountainous in places. Can hmm. anyone confirm that? West Harwich? West Harwich <laughs> is known for the bumps. Yes, uh, there are two West peaks. Harwich bumps. Wait, uh, people actually leave the Cape and go to, to cold places? Well, this is a whole organization of people getting into buses. They're probably very jolly and uh, maybe they're wearing lederhosen. That seems alpine And off they go and they're able to get up there on a bus, which means probably when you get to the lodge after skiing for a day, you can have a couple beers and don't have to worry about driving home. Ski the dunes. Come on. Uh, we've tried it. Uh, Mung mm. and I have tried to ski Cape Cod oh, yeah. in many different places. Uh, some of the most successful places were the Sham Kroll State Forest. Mm-hmm. I remember we climbed up to the top there. There's actually a mountain sign. It was like a 200 feet above sea level place. So I've done some sort of cross-country gliding, but let's face <laughs> it, Ethan. <laughs> High Pole Hill. High Pole Hill, uh, you can use the funicular when they put it in in Provincetown there. That would be one quick run. I guess you could use it as a ski lift. <laughs> <You just keep> <laughs> <going>. <laughs> because they're proposing the funicular, which is kind of like a fancy chairlift, I guess. I, think I guess if they approve, it's going to go up the hill to the monument in Provincetown, which seems pretty cool. I guess you could show up with a pair of skis in the wintertime and say, let's go. Bring your roller <laughs> skis the rest of the year. Man, I don't know. Are you a big skier, Ethan? I don't know. Are you a skier uh, guy? I'll do cross country. I've never done a downhill. Mung, how about you? Oh, God, no. Come I've on. tried skiing multiple times. Mung's, a, is, Mung's a hot tubber. Exactly. Uh, they call me a lodger. So basically, I just show up at the lodge. I jump in. I take off my shirt. Oh, I, ju- I jump. I jump into the outdoor <laughs> hot tub. I say, someone bring me a Bellini. And then I just sit there and drink and stare at the people. A Bellini? Is that a, a person's last name? What is that? Is that... Uh... All of the above. Oh, my God. Bring me a Bellini, please. And some fettuccine. <laughs> Good Lord. Man, that's weird. So it turns into like hot tub time machine yes oh no except i don't go anywhere that is one of the (laughs) everyone else is going back in time you refuse to leave the hot tub in the present moment that's right despite the possibility of adventure maybe meeting abraham lincoln in the hot tub time machine you say no i'm staying here right now i'm not going anywhere turn it up he specifically asked is this one time travel (laughs) i'm not doing it i don't care i'm not going anywhere i don't know i've done a fair amount of skiing in in my life and it's always a hassle to get to the mountain, a hassle to drive home, and the idea of a big comfortable bus and people singing ski carols, that sounds kind of nice. The <laughs> website's CapeCodSkiClub.com. I was there for my first time today. I was amazed. Everyone looked very jovial and exciting. And so, if you're thinking about skiing in the off-season on Cape Cod, the Cape Cod Ski Club might be the place you start at. <laughs> Speaking of winter sports, sorry I threw that at you, Mug. I didn't think it would hit you in the face like that. Ouch. <laughs> That's awful. You don't have a paper cut, do you? <laughs> He's holding up a timer, Ethan, saying we have to move the show along. He's holding up a timer in his hand. He's pretending to have fun. Mean Mung over here. Man, Mung, what happened to you? You were covering some court cases this week, and you've turned into a sour ball. Actually, I couldn't be in a better mood. Here's why. Oh, no. <laughs> We've been, in the last two Beanless weeks, chili. it's been an insane amount of electric coverage. We have a two-week murder trial. Also, like, 
40 hours we've devoted to the Red Sox winning, and it's been like no time for Mung. It's been crazy. Now all this is over, and it's like we can do whatever we want. So it's all we, Mung time we now. Can, we can rest now. We're all living on Mung we time. We can just travel around the Cape and look at the late foliage and not have to worry about anything. All right, Mung. So you're coming out of it. You're relaxing. Mm-hmm. We want to do everything we can mm-hmm. to keep you happy here on the fun show. More winter sports. And I've always thought that this next sport is my last chance for Olympic glory. I don't know about you guys. You watch the Winter Olympics and you think, I cannot do that. I cannot do that. But when they get to the curlers, don't you sort of think, well, that guy's kind of pudgy, you know. <laughs> Maybe I could do that. Yeah, I think the the gold medalist or the top USA guy was uh, he just owned a bar and like he was tired of darts or something. Right, right? that's right. So that's what curling is. It's probably very easy, like shuffleboard or something. There may be things we don't know about curling, but let's not even bother going there. And of course, we know the Falmouth Curling Club has long been a center of curling on Cape Cod. But it's very exciting that now there are some curling options on the Outer Cape. The good folks at the Charles Moore Arena in Orleans are starting a curling league and offering curling advice uh, like how heavy should my stone be where can I get one of those brooms can I use a whisk broom no I have to bend over too much but uh, the Charles Moore Reed in Orleans which is a great place with fantastic ice they take it seriously they started up their curling league and they are offer, offering instructions too on Sundays from 4.30 to 6.30 there's on ice instruction and they have their league games uh, on Wednesdays from 10 to noon, open curling and pickup games. Hmm. And I know you used to be a curling hustler in college, didn't you, Mung? Yeah, and that's yeah. how you made your uh, sort of beer money. <laughs> you you got to be careful of those pickup uh, curling matches. Yeah, guys, you never uh, know how those are going to turn goes, out. Someone oh, goes, I'll bet you five bucks you can't put that in the house. That's a curling M- term. Mung's been known to rock the rock. So uh, that is fun. We've had a chance to do a little bit in Falmouth. I think it's re- actually trickier than it looks, although... Couldn't we, the three of us, start a team? What do you say? Hmm. The curl dudes? I do have a Swiffer. I, too, have a Swiffer, actually. I never used it, but I have one. That's two sweepers. Two Swiffers out there cleaning the ice. I don't know if that would stop the rock, but that's a good start. We could show up with, like, real rocks and two Swiffers and say, let us play. (laughs) Where do we start? We're the hillbilly curlers. (laughs) But that's nice. The Charles Moore Arena in Orleans... um, Home to many community events, including one of the greatest sort of kid activities called Rock Night on Friday nights. And I have a daughter in middle school, and they go out there, and they skate around to disco tunes. They darken the place. They have a disco ball hanging up there. And uh, one of the charming things is that there is a vocabulary word for holding hands as you skate with somebody. Innocent fun, right? Mm. It's called snowballing. Oh, boy, that sounds... Isn't that nice? Oh, boy, I don't know. What do you mean? You're trying to infer some drug reference or something there? Or what are you trying to there do? There could be a lot of interpretations of snowballing. Snowballing is like. innocent fun. It's I would so... like to snowball with, like, a local, like, motorcycle club. Excuse me? <laughs> okay, let's uh, just move on from that. And uh, I don't know what that means, Ethan. <laughs> I don't I'm suddenly very alarmed by Mung's snowballing wishes. The other thing, as long as we're mentioning Charles Moore and... And Mung's strange desire <laughs> to be in, uh, like, the Pee-wee's Big Adventure scene. Is that what you're picturing, Mung? Where you knock down their bikes outside the bar, and then you go in and dance on the bar with... As long as I don't have to encounter Large Marge. Oh, man. The truck driver in the Pee-wee movie? That's the scariest thing ever. That's the one scariest moment ever. That's the one time I ever screamed out loud in a movie theater. Right. When, that, when her face bursts out. 
out. Oh my god. That was crazy. <laughs> I did not see that one coming at all. Her eyeballs were like <laughs> How did we get here? Oh man, so let's not let that happen. But while we're here, let's just remind folks that public skating occurs at a bunch of the rinks on Cape Cod. I know at Charles Moore Arena, it's usually on Sunday, if I'm not mistaken. And I have had some delightful times just twirling about, skating in circles, and admiring the people who sort of keep people out of trouble. They're called the skate guards, and they wear special jackets that say skate guard. Cool, coolest kids in the land, I oh, think, Oh, right? man, if I could only get a skate guard jacket, it's well, better than a lifeguard. <laughs> I could snowball with one of them. Man, so that would be something. I always admired the skate guard. So check your uh, local rink for public skating and curling activity. Now, Mung... I have to bring this up because of you, and I don't want to do it, but I will anyway, and I don't understand it. But why do you love craft fair so much? <laughs> why is it? Um, you know, there seems to be like a lot of woodwork at craft fairs, um, doilies, random colored, colorful things. And you collect pot holders, right? I collect pot holders. Um, or is it just pot? I just like the the sense of like the crafts things that are made by it's someone's hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Monk's looking for a macrame hookah. <laughs> I don't know, but anyway, I agree with you. I've had some good times at craft fairs. I enjoyed talking to the people and then sort of not buying too much. Uh, <laughs> but I always feel bad when I yeah, go because I know. I'm never, there's right. no chance the people, I'm going to buy oh, come anything. Come on, not even some like, I don't know, <laughs> handmade postcards or... And they, uh, they, some of them trek so far, they have their car right, it's like, all It's like a circuit. I just, I just want to support these people, but yeah, just like you, I rarely buy things, but well, I like I, looking at them. I feel the same way at farmer's markets sometimes. It's like, I don't know, like eight where bucks the free a pound sample, for that the, turnip. Where, yeah. where the free samples at? Come on. Oh, you're a cheesemaker, really? Nom, nom, nom. <laughs> See you later. Thanks for the cheese cubes, sucka. Forgot my cash in the car. I'll be oh, back. sorry. Do you take Bitcoin? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. This holiday craft fair, this this is one of the biggest ones, and we have to support our local crafters. The beeswax candles, all sorts of things, people who make tongs. It's very important that we... <laughs> the only craft I will buy is a decoy. Oh, those Some are Elmer Harvard is fine. Yeah, you might find one of those at a yard sale yeah. and flip it for a million bucks. <laughs> Wouldn't that be? That is the dream on Cape Cod. That, walk yeah. into a thrift store. Uh, you're not going to find them in a craft fair. <laughs> What's that? Is that a is that a merganser, Mung? <laughs> I, I don't recognize that call. <laughs> oh, look! Here comes a motorcycle gang. They want to <laughs> hold hands. <laughs> All right, the holiday craft fair. This is a two-day affair. This is a marathon craft fair, Mung. And if you ask nicely, they might let you sleep over. November 10th and 11th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., all handcrafted items, over 150 crafters at Cape Cod Tech. That's exit 10. It's Cape Cod Regional Technical Vocational High School. Something like that. Home of the Knights. They've and been doing this for like 30 years, but what caught my eye is this is a holiday craft fair. It's like we barely got out of like Halloween. Hey, this is whoa. boggling my mind. Wait, I don't when, know when, when what's is, going when on. Is it again? This is November 10th and 11th. It's this we're thinking, weekend. That's we're a, thinking Christmas already? You're telling me Veterans Day isn't a holiday? What's the matter with you, Mung? No, this is for Christmas. On the 11th day, right? the 11th does hour. It say, does it say Christmas? No, no, no it says ho oh, holiday. It does yeah, there's say holiday. elves and stuff on their poster. That's true. <laughs> there are elves I think, right there I, on the poster. I think they want us to buy stuff for Christmas well, presents. But don't you think this is kind of a cutthroat thing and all the craft fairs are like, we got to get in there early. People only have a certain amount of crafting dollars to spend. So you got to get out there 
and get going and get your crafts for your holidays and make your move. So uh, these folks are like, we're the first, we're the best, wow. we're the biggest, and come see what I've made out of popsicle sticks. It's like when pumpkin beers come out in like July. You can't lament, you can only participate. And that's the motto of the Cape Cod Fun Show, Monk. <laughs> well, I haven't even looked at my list that he's, I'm going to give Santa lament. yet. He's lamenting. <laughs> so you have not sent your list to I Santa? I haven't even sent my list to Santa yet. How am I supposed to know what kind of crafts? I sent mine for the next year on December 26th. <laughs> I just blast it right out. I need to be first in line for all the gizmos I need. You don't oh. send a five-year plan? <laughs> <laughs> Here's my Google Doc, Santa. It's a spreadsheet for the next decade. and uh, I'll keep you posted on updates. Jeez. All right. The Holiday Craft Fair at Cape Tech off exit 10 off Route 6, and that is November 10th and 11th, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m., and uh, we will see you there, Mung. I'm sure the food will be good, too, because they have good food at Cape Tech. Top notch. What's the name of that restaurant? You can go as a member of the public, like the the Grotto or the Grove or something like Mm, that. That sounds exciting. It's very inexpensive if you're looking for an inexpensive lunch at the craft beer here on the fun show. Another great thing to do in Harwich. Jeez. But you're going to miss the Colonian Swedish folk rock group. I'm going to miss that, too. Where are you going? Going uh, to New York, you know? What does New York have that Harwich doesn't have? I just mm-hmm. I just want to see how the other half lives. Oh. They live thinking they wish they had a house in Harwich. <laughs> Join the club. Oh, boy. All right. So a couple things to round out the weekend. Oh, by the way, on Friday night at what theater... Their cult musicals film series continues. I will be there because I went to the first one last week, which was Rocky Horror Picture Show. I saw it for the first time, and that was awesome. Wicked fun and crazy. This one could be a stinker, but I'm going in, and I'm excited. It's Xanadu with <laughs> Olivia Newton-John. Why are we thinking Gene it could be Kelly? a stinker? Well, every rating you see about Xanadu is sort of fairly in the negative numbers. What? Well, Olivia Newton-John, how bad can it be, right? Mm. Music, she, music she by ELO. She's on roller skates, I think. So it's probably like grease on roller skates, right? Snowballing on roller skates. See, that's <laughs> nice, Ethan. It's nice that you can come back to the simple uh, pleasures of minor romanticism on ice. Or are you just jaded beyond belief, Ethan? I don't know if the fun can get through that hard exterior you have now. The cynical exterior where, where kids holding hands in a rink are somehow passe. That's not the America I want to live in. <laughs> That's why we live here on Cape Cod, where it's all beautiful. Let me see if I can get a rise out of you guys, which I can tell the show is crashing and burning already. I can feel the negative energy coming my way. You're just looking at me. They're yawning. You're rubbing your eyes, Mung. Why? you got to stay away from Koi snoring. That's a Mung snore. And the crazy thing, it's not coming out of his mouth. <laughs> That's the frightening thing. He's got a, he's got a special snorifice that only emits snores when he's bored. It's kind of in his side. Usually we uh, make him put a cork in it. But now the cork is free and the snores begin. All right, anyway. My snorifice hurts. Oh, good Lord. Let's move it along. <laughs> all right, all right. A couple things you should know about. You love country music, Ethan, and so Susie Bogus. <laughs> Is playing Katuit. Why are you laughing at a woman's name? It's Susie Bogus. Two G's, two S's. She was a big country star uh, a while back, and she's coming back. Uh, I've seen some video on her. She's an excellent performer. She is playing at the Katuit Center for the Arts, and that is coming up on Friday at 7.30. And uh, she has a multi-platinum uh, album called Aces that she recorded years ago that everyone loved, and, and Susie Bogus will be here. Let's face it, if you're here in the big time, you're playing the Harvest Community Center. Oh, like Colonian. 
You know, when they get older, they'll have to get the colonoscopy. <laughs> but they don't have to worry about that now. They're they're young and they're bird watchers and they're from Sweden. So it's going to be great in Harwich. The other Jimmy Tingle, a little political humor. I did not know this about Jimmy Tingle. He ran for lieutenant governor in this past election cycle on the Democratic ticket. He didn't make it past the convention, but he, he did pretty well. He's presenting a show called Jimmy Tingle Stand Up. Why would a comedian run for office? So that could be pretty interesting. Apparently, he got like 41% of the vote at the convention and almost got on the ballot. That's the Wellfleet Harbor Actors Theater, and that's coming up Saturday. Which will be better, Xanadu or Mr. Tingle? Well, he inspired me to run for local dog catcher. Why? Because I like to catch him. Oh, I thought you were going to... Monk's not running after any He's not running for joke of the year, either. I thought he'd say something like, he makes me tingle. Or, uh, well, come on, Monk. <laughs> that was terrible. That was, that, was that a joke, or was that just uh, some kind of I'll participate in government because it's post-election and... Maybe that was a Monk checkout. Oh, all right. We might as well do it then, folks. We got to get out of here. It's a sour mood at the fun show. But fun shall persevere, my friends. <laughs> Despite the protestations and Mungstestations and the Ethan mania that has brought the show to a bitter conclusion. But we shall rise above it. I want to thank all my participants here. Mung, thank you. Who will snowball with me? Ethan, thank you. Not I. <laughs> we have that settled. Okay. I want to thank uh, Kevin McLeod from Incompetech.com for all the great music you hear on the show. My name is Eric Williams. The fun shall win. Until next time. Until next week. See ya. <laughs> Mung, pass the chili. <laughs> <laughs>